Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Startup Soiree Podcast. This is your host, Patrick Greif. I am really, really pleased to say that on this Friday afternoon, May 20th, the rain has stopped. <laughs> I don't know when this is going to publish, but it'll be great because probably it'll be June 1st, and then you guys can all think back to how rainy the middle of May was and appreciate that statement. Uh, welcome everybody, excited to be back uh, with all of you for another great conversation. Um, today we have um, Lakeisha Greenwade in the studio from Lucky Fit to tell us a bit about what she is up to um, around Glam Tech and around her company and around what does Coach L actually mean. So. Without further ado, Lakeisha, welcome to the Startup Story Podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Hi, everyone. How you doing today? Outstanding. Outstanding. We got the sunshine. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. <laughs> I was running late for a meeting this morning with Justin Sukalis. He's, um, his, his company is called Plaid Photo. Um, okay. He's done a few soirees, but he's a great photographer. And I was running late, and I'm like, I'm running late. I'm sorry. And he's like, don't worry. Like, I'm just enjoying the sun. Yeah. Like, I'm just standing in it, and I'm like, I'm good. And it I was makes like, a big And deal. I was like, no. Like, he's totally good. Like, it's cool. I'm all right for being 10 minutes late today. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Lakeisha, typically the way that we handle this before we get into, like, the nitty-gritty of the talk is, like, a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. and a little bit about your company and things that you're founding and what you're up to so that way we can like build awesome okay well you can consider me like the center of innovation or some may say the female Steve Jobs when it comes to technology fashion and beauty um, so I want to uh, say hello to everyone um, again my name is Lakeisha Greenwade aka Coach L I am the founder of Glam Tech which is a platform that was built under my company Lucky Fit um, and Glam Tech actually serves as the center of innovation for technology and fashion or what some may consider as wearable technology um, in Baltimore and so we had our launch event in March it was very very exciting and we will continue to build on the Glam Tech platform with wearable Wednesdays as well as hopefully building an international competition where the best and the brightest across the world come and compete against Baltimoreans that actually produce wearable tech. <clears throat> so uh, our main company is Lucky Fit. Uh, that pretty much is a branding firm. My background is marketing professor, but as you see, or Patrick can see, I have on a fly nerd hat. So. I'm the one that uh, kind of breaks the barriers, breaks tradition, and likes to do things in a new way that's going to benefit a lot of people. But anyway, with the branding platform, um, pretty much we like to highlight those brands that are doing great things. We help others to develop their brand, whether it be personal or for their business, and provide some coaching to help them take take their uh, ideas and their products to the next level. So. Lucky Fit and Glam Tech have a a great fit in that Glam Tech is an extension where we're just trying to help some of those innovations go to the next level. Boom. (laughs) What came first, Lucky Fit or Glam Tech? Great question. Actually, um, Lucky Fit came first. Great. So let's start there. Okay. How old is it? It's actually a year and a half old. And where did it come from? Uh, Actually, it came from a coaching platform. I was working in private sector um, and in public sector as an executive coach. 
And I knew that um, I had some marketing background and I, I like coaching, but I wanted to put the marketing spin on it. And I was looking at uh, a lot of the stats that are coming out, looking at, you know, especially the millennials, people are saying, oh, this generation, they don't know how to play together. They don't know how to go to work. They don't know how to do this or that. And I was like, you know what? Their brand is all messed up. <laughs> so then I said, you know what? Why don't I just put the marketing in with my coaching and help, you know, individuals build their personal brand? And that's, uh, at the time, it was just becoming a buzzword, so to speak. You might hear personal branding a lot more now. Um, but I did some coaching with a number of the universities on the graduate level um, to help those folks with their branding from or how people see them and how they can position themselves to get to where they want to go, um, and as well as if they had ideas, how to build that and how to shape what their skill sets were um, and how that can apply to the next level, so with their innovations. So are you, um, where'd you go to school? Oh, oh, I got so many student loans, so <laughs> I went to undergrad at The Ohio State University, Graduate school at Johns Hopkins University, as well as University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Wow, look at that. So are you a Baltimorean? No, I'm actually from Ohio, OH. And you have been here <laughs> since when? Oh my gosh, almost 11 years. Can you wow. believe it? Yeah, so I've worked in private sector majority of my career um, in many capacities, more so on a national account management level. Um, so it's interesting because my family thought I was crazy when I've turned down positions to be groomed for the C-suite. And I just decided I wanted to do business my way. I knew that I had um, skill sets, I knew I had qualities, but I just didn't want to go to the traditional realm. And so hence, I took some time to try to figure that out. And I know that there are others that are trying to do the same thing. So been there, done that, um, made waves in public and private, I mean public and, and private sector. So I just want to help others do that too, because I know that there are a lot of people that are saying, you know what, this traditional box method doesn't work for me. Sure. So what were you doing in those positions, like like actual job-wise, that, you, that you're building this experience that you ended up leveraging? Great question. So I was working in marketing. I was also working in sales and account management. I've uh, worked from um, food service to eggs to chemicals to drugs, legal ones, people, <laughs> and then moving into tech. So... It's a, a great skill set to have where you can come in and understand products and or people, um, and especially those that you believe in. That, that's a big caveat. You have to believe in that particular entity um, so that you can help build that brand. So when were you doing marketing first or sales first or in, intermingled all along? Intermingled all okay. along. So are you talking about like what are, what are the dates? Like, what are the dates? What are the da what are the hard dates around? Like, are we talking about two? Are we talking pre Facebook? Oh are we gosh, yes. Post Facebook? Are we talking about both? Like both sides of the like ADBC denominator? <laughs> you know, de demarcation point for. Absolutely. So definitely, uh, I don't want to age myself, maybe over 15 years experience. I can remember when Web 2.0 was coming out and we're like, wow, what's that going to do? What right. is that going to mean? And so the business game and the whole marketing game and the whole branding game from a personal and from a business perspective has drastically changed. And the rules are constantly being recreated with all these mediums that are being developed. And so for a lot of people, it can be kind of confusing. Um, when you're trying to develop and find your niche, trying to make your impact. Um, and so that's where we kind of come in and help people build that strategy. So 
I would love to like dig down just okay. for a second. It's a lot. <laughs> learn what it was like when Web 2.0 hit where you were professionally because, you know, so were you guys agile? Did you move with it? Did you get dunked in the bucket with, with it? Were you like teaching every, like what happened? Mm-hmm. And what, you know, like I'd love to hear the dawn of the internet 2.0 inside of like a marketing office and a sales office mm-hmm. had to be either intense or like some ostrich with your head in the ground scenario. <laughs> well, the funny thing is when that occurred, I was in graduate school part-time at Johns Hopkins and I was also working in the pharmaceutical industry which is highly regulated Mm -hmm. so at that time you really didn't have a lot of interaction with customers on the web or with social media that came a little bit later um, and rightfully so because of course you know it has the government impact there but from a school impact um, I think the school was even kind of slow to adopt and adapt to Web 2.0. So it wasn't until after I left graduate school where you start to see uh, what you see today, these YouTube stars and these Instagram mavens and Snapchat um, superstars. Totally, totally. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, here it is, and then there is no formula. And then those with the, if I could call it, the unlearned or the unschooled are the ones that, I think were the superstars in it. So when you consider um, those that are able to take advantage of technology is those that do not put themselves in the box and don't have themselves in the rules. And I think that um, that's what tends to slow people down, especially those that have a lot of schooling, they put themselves in the box. (laughs) So are you on Snapchat? Not yet. Why? Well, we just got trademarked and so, we had no you, me, not the brand, but you. I am the brand, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. so we just got trademarked, and actually, we are preparing for a tour on the East Coast, so we will be on Snapchat very soon. Sweet, sweet. Are you free? Are you coming to this this month's startup soiree? What day is it? Tuesday. This Tuesday. Is it Shake and Bake Family Fun? Oh yeah, I saw that with the skating. Oh yes, I'm coming. Roller skate rentals included. Yes, I am so excited. It's going to be amazing. Well, we will have custom Snapchat filters if there's any incentive to make sure that you sign up before Tuesday. Okay, we'll do that. Um, That's something that we've been making part of our events, except for last month because I was too busy to make it happen. But yeah, we are very bullish. That would be very cool. I'm I'm happy about that. And now that we got clearance from our attorney, we can make that happen. Do the thing over the weekend. So, I want to like make sure that I get these questions out that I'm interested in okay. about. So, where did you teach marketing? Where were you a professor? Uh, Strayer University. Okay. And then also I did some coaching with uh, Hopkins and University of Maryland students. And when was that? Actually, I'm still a current Currently. professor. What are you teaching in marketing at Strayer University? Great question. So, I do introduction to marketing. I also do a graduate level, uh, the business marketing course. And so... Now we are introducing um, a lot of the platforms of social media and the impact that has in business overall. Um, I think more so now what we're seeing is uh, the messages, it's crucial to your business to incorporate some sort of social media or you're dead. Especially when you consider what, uh, and I know a lot of millennials hate hearing people say the millennials and millennials and millennials, but you can't ignore it. When you consider buying power and influence well, what's funny longevity. is that now they're, they are, it's not, I mean, 
three years ago, four years ago, it was about getting ready for their buying power. Like they are like they are the buying power now. Just because they don't have the bank accounts, the money transferred in like generationally yet, like they are in fact the like the key consumers. And really the story isn't about like the millennials at all anymore. You know, like really it's about like the tweens that are on musically, like making like (laughs) videos to you know like the most recent Bruno Mars song yeah and how do you protect you know those tweens protection is going to be another big thing and those that can innovate in that market will be those that can innovate quickly in that market will be very successful from a protection standpoint so tell me about like the core the the core traits of Lucky Fit like what are the goals with the business what do you hope to do with it Great question. So basically at Lucky Fit, we want to help um, our particular customers build in areas such as their confidence. So whether you are, your brand is you as a person or as a business, we want you to have that confidence and the knowledge so that you can go into any market and be successful. Of course, those markets that you target that fit. Um, Also, as far as um, outside of confidence, we look at energy. Um, I always tell people that, you know what, design a life that fits you. Look at my personal story. I had the opportunity to be in the C-suite, and I said, you know what, that doesn't work for me. I want to do something that's fulfilling. If I want to do um, a service project in Baltimore, you know, that highlights HIV AIDS and bring BET in to do that, I'll do that. I've done it. If I want to bring in a a Brazilian artist to come and help young Baltimore um, students see the impact that they can overcome violence, that they can overcome, you know, poverty, I can do that. If I want to put on an event and bring Beyonce stylists and say, hey, you know what, let's do fashion and style on a whole nother level, I could do that, and I've done that. So I've done the things that fit me, those things that interest me, and it's just basically empowering people to live the life that they want. Break the barriers, those things that you've been thinking about, let's, start, let's put something to it. Let's put some action behind it. Let's make it happen. That's the goal, huh? Mm-hmm. Just that. Um, so Coachell. Yeah. How, what, why? How, what, why? Yeah. Well, my background is a cheerleader. So a lot of people, they see me and they're like, she's always smiling. But I wasn't just any cheerleader. Um, I was an All-American, two-time All-American, and I actually trained uh, All-Americans. And so I always say that I train champions. So whether it's from an athletic standpoint, whether it's from a, from a business standpoint, an executive, or those that are redefining business and building their brands, I have a history of being successful at building champions, and that's what I do. All right, Coach. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, So I just wanted to say that I think it's fascinating that you're teaching marketing uh, Mm -hmm. at Strayer. Mm -hmm. And in the event that you ever need people to come and talk to your students, I would love to do that. That would be awesome. I had, like, love to do it, like, at scale, like, whatever you have in mind. I got, I mean, like, I like to talk. Like, it's obvious that I like to talk. Everybody knows that. But um, I really treat those opportunities as, like, crazy huge opportunities because I am... In like the nuanced sense, like I really like social. I really like marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like to talk about it. I really like the conceptual side of of taking these features. Like I have, I have a concept for a for like activating billboards in a way. I'm not going to go cool. too deep because I haven't seen it anywhere, much less in our market. 
Um, but I really like that that meta talk about social and the goals and mm-hmm. the evolution of platforms and and first first to be there mm-hmm. and like I love that stuff and that's not the kind of conversation that you can have with everyone exactly and so I got a chance to during during Light City we did all the registration with this cool pixelated. Um, We've we've managed to convert our photo kiosks into the registration. So when you check into nice. a conference, you get to take a picture that morning, nice. and then it goes into your badge. So you're it's hanging around your neck. Oh, so we need to do that for an exclam tag. Yes. Okay. It's very cool. I can show you an example when we're done. Okay. Um, so one of the days, all of the the main registration booth was full of all these young women, and I'm very like I I just tend to introduce myself and and. I went over and introduced myself to them, and they were all marketing students from Loyola. Love and I was it. like, are you kidding me? And they were like, why? And I was like, who's on Snapchat? And they were I like, who is this dude? And then I like went in and for like 20 minutes. I'm like, what are you, like, are you mm-hmm. doing this? What is like, what is the curriculum like? What's happening on camp? Like, just going for it. And they're like weirdly have that look where you can see that they haven't been engaged at mm-hmm. that end of like where it's not learning and it's turned into like how how immersed are you in like the realness of mm-hmm. what this actually like how much you really want to actually be a marketer mm-hmm. versus how much do you want to just be part of like an agency and exactly. like do that thing because and I don't know if they've been challenged quite that way so they really perked up and we had this great conversation and then I'm like thanks like thank you guys like this was, and they're like all right like but we gave them I gave them cards and I was just like you know like if if as you're graduating if you guys ever need someone to talk to or help oh, figure yes. out what you're doing like let us know like I'll always like I'll sit down with you all day long and help out and one of them is part of their like marketing association so they invited it. me in to talk mm-hmm. and it's literally like 16 or 20 people that voluntarily meet once, like I think it's once a week or twice a month to like talk about marketing. And I was like, yep. so are you guys, is this credited? And they were like, no. And I was like, so you guys are just like here of your free will to talk about marketing. Mm-hmm. You're in a club. And they were like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is going to be the greatest. You know, it's funny because I actually found it the marketing club at Johns Hopkins for the graduate. Awesome. Level. And um, I love it. And I definitely will have you come in and talk to me. Oh, that would be wonderful. I would love it. I yeah, would love it. I would it's, love it. Um, it's funny because I am the in-demand professor because I give those real life experiences. And I am adamant about, oh, yeah, you have the book and you can read that on your own. But let me show you how this really applies. Yeah. And yeah. as a result, my students are saying, hey, we need to take another class with you. And Send it's me interns, too. Send me you interns. Know what? I definitely interns. will. I definitely will. Our Glam Tech staff was actually most of my former graduate and undergraduate students, and they worked so hard. And people are like, "Are you paying them?" I'm like, no, they just have a love and a passion for what I'm trying to do, kind of and experience. you know, they have ownership in it. So yeah, yeah. we'll definitely yeah like that. yeah yeah. <laughs> All right, so now let's seg, right? Yep, let's seg. Okay. So Glam Tech. Yes. So it's a platform, it's an event, it's kind of like a, yes. a community-based conceptual idea. Like, Tell us more okay. or any about that. Absolutely. So this first year was more so creating awareness as to what is wearable tech? What Baltimore firms are um, adding to this thing called wearable tech? Um, are there outside firms that are adding to this thing? 
uh, what can be done with it. And so that's basically what we did. We created that awareness. Um, so if you go to bemoreglamtech.com or even if you go to our website, Lucky Fit, Lucky with an I, luckyfit.com, uh, we'll have that segue so you can see our lineup. Uh, we did work with the yeah, analytics. We worked with uh, professors from MICA. Uh, we worked with um, Civic Eagle and Digital Martyrs. They actually came from Minneapolis and New York City. Um, because they helped us put on a class for the youth so we could build a pipeline of those developing wearable tech. Yet? Um, so we worked with Rose. Uh-huh. Yeah, What's up, she's Rose? awesome. What's hey, up, Rose? Rose. What's up How with that Afrobeat? <laughs> What's up with the Afrobeat Society at Soiree, Rose? <laughs> Just saying, lady. Um, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so Jordan Matthews, a, a Micah designer, a Micah bread designer, and of course Ty Hunter, who is the fashion director for the icon, you know, Beyonce. So um, it was really cool um, to do this introduction. Where do we want to go long term? Glam Tech is going to help put Baltimore on the map, one. The second thing is you really don't have a lot of platforms around the country looking at wearable tech. People still don't understand it. They might think, oh, it's my Apple Watch. And that's a part of it. But there's a lot more. So we want to highlight a lot of those innovations. Um, And so we'll be doing some of that with um, what we call Wearable Wednesdays on our social media pages. Um, But then also we want to invite those creators of wearable tech come to Baltimore, showcase those things. But then I also want to match people in the design world and the tech world to say, hey, see what you could come up with. Maybe we could do like a Shark Tank thing. Let's see what's the best innovation and make it happen. Let's produce it here in Baltimore. I co-produced that. That's where I want to go. You'll do it? Oh, for sure. High five on it. You got it. So thank you because let me tell you, it was like pulling teeth because at first people were like, what is this? And fortunately, we had support with Baltimore Sun, Technically Media, Technically Baltimore, um, Baltimore Style. And they said, you know, we'll take a risk. We'll see what this girl's talking about. And they were like, yo, this is really awesome. Um, And so we, you know, definitely want to continue to build partnerships, to build Glam Tech now that we're trademarked, (laughs) did the test, um, because it's just a tremendous area of innovation. It helps to rebrand the city as a center of innovation around the country. And guess what we could do? We could help build industry. And we're giving our youth an opportunity, you know, with our partnerships with Civic Eagle. Um, Again, the folks that came out from Minneapolis, they have an app to help create these classes for our youth to say, okay, this is how you do this. Yeah, we know you've done some coding classes, but let's add another element to it. So we did that with fashion. By the way, CoverGirl, we would love to partner with you. We know you have that beauty app. Bring in Janelle Monae. We will set up an amazing performance. Let's do this. We'll cross-brand it. I know that she is about youth and innovation yes. and good music how great would that be yeah so you see this can this is definitely something that can blow up um we've been invited i, I don't I know if blow that right she is their new like spoke, spoke, spokesperson not new. Right? she's an established but like person. for them mm-hmm. i just i guess i didn't start seeing the, i don't watch a ton of tv and okay. i've listened to janelle Monet for years and years and years and years now um but it wasn't until recently i think i saw the commercials and realized that she was i think she's kind of their greatest spokesperson yeah she's and, awesome like Forever. She's awesome. She's (laughs) awesome. So there's so much potential, um, you know, for what we can do here in the city, as well as I'm really big about community too, providing hope for our youth, giving them a chance. And we can definitely do that. I could tell you our youth had an awesome time. We partnered with St. Francis Community Center. Thank you, St. Francis. In uh, West Baltimore. Okay, where? Um, So they are, oh shoot, I I have to Google the street name right now. What neighborhood? 
put me on the spot. Below the park, here. right? 21217. Is that in, like, is St. Francis Community Center the one that's um, a few people off of Whitelock? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up in Reservoir Hill. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I know exactly what you're talking I'm about. Like 21217. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Heads up to them. We're going to we're gonna try and we're gonna try and do something for them later this year, actually. Yes. We're hoping, yes. To, hoping to have our annual actually I'll just say it I'll just say it last year we did a toy drive for Christmas Mm -hmm. and we worked with South Be More Network but this year we're gonna uh, we got we collected 153 gifts wow at our event and then we put them right into the kids hands I love it Um, so this year we're gonna we're gonna keep with our partner from last year Uh and then we're gonna add St. Francis and do half and half so and, and and get 500 gifts this year hey let's bring like it up 150 let's this year. bring yeah. it up so hey we could take some donations at our upcoming branding workshops do too. you by any chance know Haas do you know the Haas creative crew no, no? okay so I'm gonna introduce you to those I told you this is like a casual interview oh, so yeah, this is you cool. gotta meet them because they're working on stuff that you guys can cross do let's do it like, We're all about partnership like, Awesomeness. I don't want to talk about their idea because it's we're working on it together, and okay. I really want to make sure that they get to launch the idea. But Haas mm-hmm. coming for you with a good connection. How about Amy uh, over at Maryland Art Place? You know what? I do not know. And her. like Bishmay, the the designer that they have there, that is just like let's make that incredible. incredible. So they've got kind of like incubator space in the in the Maryland Art Place building now that oh. could be a good resource for some of the people that you're working with okay. that are looking for like height so like if you like so like a kind of an arts incubator, right? Okay. Like an incubator surrounding, you know, whether it's fashion or whether it's photography or whether it's like painting, whatever the case may be. So that could be a good thing. Okay. For sure. Plus the their cabaret, they got their cabaret license so it's going to start Seriously? like being like a club that can sell alcohol I, I mean it's literally it. the, have you ever been there to the 14 karat cabaret not to the new no not to the it's new it's like a it's been around since I think 1981 it's this like it's always been in the basement of Maryland Art Place I like when I was a teenager I went and saw like uh, South Asian gamelan music touring really? through like super eclectic but it's coming back up. But it's gonna. It's it's great. Do you know where Maryland Art Place is on West Saratoga Street? There, that's their new location. They weren't always there. Before. They've owned that building for like forty years, oh, and okay. they just moved back. They were there for okay. a really long time, and then they moved downtown. Right. And then they moved back. I was back. familiar with that. So now they're back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. that's cool. So we're gonna make that happen. Yep. And and like I said, so we're we're infusing these communities that are emerging in Baltimore. So you have the tech community that's making waves, you have the fashion community that's making waves, and you know what? I'm like, we put these two things together, create some things. I love you, Under Armour, especially Under Armour Performance Center. They were one of our sponsors. Awesome. Um, but you know what? Let's build additional companies. Tons. Yes. Tons. Yes, we could do that here. Um, are you working with um, BCCC, Baltimore City Community College? No. Why? Cause, well, because, so I um, so I grew up as a musician. Oh, cool. And when I graduated high school, I was like, I was a decent student through sixth grade in Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And then I transitioned and like academics were the least of my concern. So I went to like a semester and a day of community college and then dropped out because I wanted to make records. So I did that for a long time, but then when I was 26, I went back to school and I started back, I was living in Mount Vernon and I didn't have a car. So I started back at Baltimore City Community College because I could take mm-hmm. the subway out to Mondalmin and then walk up. And when I was there, I always there was always tons of 
young women there that were in my art classes that were doing their iterations for design school. Like nice. lots, like not a few. And there were a handful of women that were taking the subway back downtown really? and taking the mark out to like Silver Spring and like going back to D. They were coming up to Baltimore City Community College like specifically like I'm going I'm going to go to design school. So I don't know what it was cuz I wasn't tuned in enough to be like what is it about this place that has you like travel whether it was affordable and they had a good drawing thing or what I don't know but like there was something there that drew a lot of like young people that were interested in like fashion design to Baltimore City Community College. You know so. what? That's awesome. And I can tell you that we put out a lot of feelers early and a lot of people didn't know who we were. But now that we've done one thing, been successful in our building, we are still open to partnerships. Awesome. And um, I'd love to meet these people. So what about Baltimore Design School? Do you know that school? Where is that? Over like behind the copycat building. It's like relatively new. Do you know? Yeah, you should check that out too. Okay. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it yet. Um, but put me on, man. All right, <laughs> we'll make all this school. happen. Baltimore no, this school. is cool. So that way we can put it in the schedule and all that stuff, and make sure we make these connections. Make I, I think it's awesome. This is great. There, and you know what? I, what I love about this conversation is that we are, you know, just uh, organically brainstorming about all the talent and the resources that are here, and, and that's something that I want people to understand. Baltimore is not what you saw years ago. It's not just, you know, the example of an uprising with youth raising their voice to say we want opportunity. But it's it's a place that has so much talent and so much potential. And that's what we're going to showcase through the platform of Glam Tech and also with Lucky Fit. We're going to help build those brands because when we build, you know, within our community and with our businesses, we change the city and then ultimately we change the world. And all we're trying to do is tell everybody that there's already a crazy inertia. Yeah. That you can't see it mm -hmm. at all optically on the global level. Mm -hmm. But everyone that's in the city this year knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And there's like something happening and it's catalyzing. Whether it is the like, you know, the incredibly uh, inspiring inspiring voice of the youth coming out over the last year mm -hmm. 18 months 24 months and I think probably not coming out I think allowing finding the channels that have allowed other people to find that what they've been talking about forever I think yes. it's probably much more more the reality and the way that the the creative class is being influenced and kind of like conjured to action and the way that the business and, and technology sectors are realizing that where real innovation lies has nothing to do with two people with the same technical like schooling so much as the people that are coming from divergent places exactly. and finding the like interesting rub between the two, right? Like Absolutely. I'm talking about like a cobbler and a coder, mm -hmm. right? Like what happens when well, a kid and a coder or with with very different points of view on the world can look at something together and say like oh like that's innovation and it doesn't need everything it just needs like limitations almost right you know like, it's so awesome like at this at this moment i'm so proud to be a woman i'm like i have this woman i'm birthing this thing called glam tech and it's so much bigger than me um, to produce what you're talking about those opportunities i do not want to forget to acknowledge though 
those from the city that supported us early on, um, especially Councilman Mosby. He's an engineer by trade. Uh -huh. um, and he came on site, gave welcome, uh, welcoming remarks from the city and has been an active supporter, not only from making sure our youth are engaged and helping with the Glam Tech Kids piece, but you know, helping to support us to see Glam Tech off into something even bigger and better. So considering that we talk about this talent and knowing that we have some active supporters yeah. that are involved in city government, that's you know that's a perfect formula to make great things happen. I met Nick at a at a um, Baltimore Innovation Week meeting last year, and um, it was great because he he had come in and it was before he had started his like candidacy race or whatever. But like the speculate like everybody knew what the deal was going to be. Um, so like, and I'd never met him before, so when I started talking to him, I didn't really like. I was curious to see like what umbrella our conversation took place under, mm -hmm. and it was great because he's just in a room full of like, like doers, like without really any fanfare around them yet. Like, mm -hmm. and he was just like, yeah, you know, like I just kind of self-identify as an engineer because that's where like my basis is, mm -hmm. and when you have that fundamental in place, it's hard not to recognize how small ideas mm -hmm. do end up with like a few pieces of because it's like it's about like. The, the technical aspect of it, but it's also about where it's happening at the right time. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a very like philosophical because he's got a lot of hats, right? Like yeah. he does a lot of stuff in in the city, and it's always interesting to see how a person that plays so many roles self identifies mm -hmm. in the like thing the hats that they could choose to self wear mm -hmm. and which ones they choose to mm -hmm. actually wear. Mm -hmm. um, Awesome. So this has been like a, a, a so good conversation. Awesome. I like. I'm so excited because I have a like. I have like a really good hunch that we're going to end up doing something really cool Absolutely. in the future. Um, before we wrap up, though, I want to make sure that everybody that's listening um, knows where to follow along for yes. the fans, and then for the people that are like relevant to what you're doing, where they get in touch and. Who though like who are those people that should that are listening that are like and we have a thousand subscribers now. Awesome. A thousand subscribers. Yes. So there are a thousand people that are gonna listen to this. Like, who are the ones of them that should like write to you? Where do they write? Where do they follow on Instagram? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you are a person that is just trying to find your way, let's say you you say entrepreneurship just isn't for you. You just wanna, you know, find your niche in your career or develop that. Follow, you know, follow us. Or if you're an entrepreneur that's trying to build something, if you're a person that says, you know what, I just want to do something different, I don't know what that is, you're the person that needs to follow us as well. So Lucky Fit, L-U-C-K-I Fit. Notice we have that I because we want you to know that you fit. You're, you're going to design that life that fits you. So Lucky Fit, you could find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, soon to be Snapchat for Tuesday night's event. Mm -hmm. So we can make all that stuff happen now that we're <laughs> trademarked. Um, as far as uh, Glam Tech, that platform, we've got some exciting things happening. So we're going to with um, to be a part of Innovation Week. Um, uh, we may have some things in the works with NASA, so stay tuned for that type of stuff. As far as Lucky Fit with our branding series, um, June the 11th, we'll be hosting a free branding workshop um, at Exit the Apple uh art space on Guilford Avenue. So you can find that, of course, if you're following us on social media or at the website, www.luckywithanifit.com. Um, and we'll be partnering with iImagery Photography to provide headshots for those. 
um, that you know may want it for social media or for their business or whatnot, we'll capture that too. So uh, yeah, follow us and we'll keep you up to date with all of our upcoming events and endeavors. And you know, we're, there's so much happening, so we're trying to position and prepare ourselves to really, really focus on this stuff and, and you know, um, find some money to pay our team. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that right? <laughs> Coach, thank you uh, for taking the time out of your Friday afternoon to come out, like, do this, this, awesome. do this talk. This was great. Like, thank super you. good. So now you see why I don't want to, like, talk about anything before we get on yeah. to record. So this is awesome. Thank, on, on, on behalf of everyone, I, I always say, like, there are certain interviews that I I know from having done them all that are going to really re- resound with people, and this is this is the one that I'm going to get like like my sister Aww. will be like I was like yelling at the radio <laughs> like I was having so much fun, and this is going to be one of one of the like high water marks. So thanks for that. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and it's, for sure. It's, I can tell you that it's really nice to have the opportunity to share our story and you know so others can see our growth um and we're going to take this national and it's it's just heartwarming to have partners because in the beginning stages it's very hard it's difficult people but don't give up (laughs) keep doing one more thing to get to where you need to be that's right all right guys you heard it um that is the deal make sure that you head over track track lucky fit down Wherever you're following on social, I bet the Instagram is a really great spot to, to hang out and watch what yeah. they're doing. And, you know, I, I've, I've said it when I realized that there were a thousand of you out there and that I'd asked for some of you to send me emails and tell me what you think. And I just assumed I didn't get any because there was only like 12 of you. But there were a thousand <laughs> of you. And this isn't a chastisement so much as an encouragement for all of you that have thought about sending an email before when I've said this and just for whatever reason said like, oh no, I'm not gonna do that. Like, do that, like do that. Like take the time and go and and follow Lucky Fit so you can stay tuned into what they're doing. And if uh, Lakeisha's story resounds with you out there and you're thinking about this kind of stuff, like send her an email and take advantage of this really cool opportunity to make yourself like super awesome, like do something that's going to really contribute to this city. All right. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, whether you're listening to me right this second on Stitcher or iTunes or SoundCloud or YouTube, the subscribe option is an option in all of 